about my life experiences and how they've shaped me in building self-awareness and in return, finding ease in life. So I'm inspired to want to talk about this because I'm watching this uh, Korean reality-based TV show and it's called Love After Divorce. Uh, apparently it's it's been um, airing in Korea for at least three seasons. And uh, this fourth season, it's based on Koreans that are living in the States. So it's really fascinating, interesting for me to hear these perspectives of these uh, second generation Koreans or, or Korean diaspora, like looking for love again after a divorce. And also just for me to hear them speak Konglish, it's it's really encouraging for me like, oh, I can find somebody that's kind of like me or even just like it, it encourage me, encourages me to want to learn Korean because I've, I've always struggled with that my whole life. So I would love to talk about me uh, being divorced and ready and looking to find love again and talking about my process and just watching the show, seeing how all these couples and these people um, see it there, how their process goes really gets me to reflect on like what's really important for me in the next relationship that I want to be in and what did I learn from my last relationship that I don't want to carry on into the next one or moving forward? And one of the things that just right away comes to mind is like, what would be my ideal relationship? I mean, the last relationship that I got into, it was the first woman that I fell in love with and I married her. And I think this is very true to my nature in where I believe that I make good decisions for myself or the right decisions and based on that when I did get married to this woman I had this expectation on myself that no matter what happens I'm going to make this work yet four years later we were we were divorced and I was really reflecting on the whole relationship and because it was my first serious relationship that I have ever gotten to in my life because prior to that I had this mindset that I wanted to be single for the rest of my life and that's how I'm going to be happy yet once I dove into personal growth and spirituality uh, my mindset really changed towards partnership or relationships my perception of relationships has really shifted since my divorce. Uh, the first major thing was I don't believe that relationships are necessarily a lifelong, you know, forever type of commitment. I think these days, even with the d divorce rate happening, like people see it as such a, a negative thing the divorce rate going up but the more and more stories I hear even on this tv show the more and more st st stories I hear about people getting divorced it ends up being for the better it's just it wasn't working out in the relationship whether that was a clash of personalities or values or just being in different stages in life I think 
the rise of the divorce, people have been seen as, as such a bad thing, but I don't really see it that way. I think people are standing up more for themselves in, in towards what they want in a relationship and striving for that rather than just settling and trying to endure or just be in this relationship because you've committed to it and so now you're stuck with it. So the rise of the divorce rate, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. And so for myself as well, like I, when I did get the divorce, I I realized so many things that I was totally compromising, over-compromising myself in the relationship, crossing my own boundaries. I was giving up a lot of my own needs and desires in order for the relationship or for her. Uh, but in doing this way, it's definitely not sustainable for me to be in a relationship like that. And so this idea that relationships should be lifelong and forever, I don't really think that way anymore. I mean, ideally, of course, I would love to meet someone that I can spend the rest of my life with. But I don't necessarily see it that way. It'll last as long as it needs. But even just in my journey of dating and having crushes on women, even my crushes I can that I have on women, I can see how they don't last forever. And so this is also making me reflect that, you know, maybe I need to slow down in relationships. I mean, it's so common in lesbian relationships, you know, the whole idea about you hauling, you move really fast, your first date lasts at least two days and things like that. Yes, that's still very evident, and I can definitely fall into that, which I don't necessarily think it's such a bad thing. I mean, when I fall for someone, I fall really hard, and I fall deep, and yes, it's really fast, and is it the wrong way? I don't know. It's just, this is another thing that I really realizing in towards relationships. I don't want it to be ego-based at all. I just want to follow my heart and even if it is the most irrational thing to do, I'm going to lead with my heart. I think that's the real risk about finding love again, is that knowing that there is a risk that you're going to get hurt, that you're going to get your heart broken. And I absolutely am very conscious of this, and I go into new relationships with this knowing but my approach to relationships, how it's really changed, and this is what I learned from my last, um, from my divorce, is that I don't want to be caught in this idea that sacrificial love is the ultimate type of love. I mean, that's what I grew up in thinking, that that was the ultimate type of love, just based on what I had seen even in movies and what I've been modeled. And it's like you stick through it no matter what because you made this commitment and it's like a sin to have a divorce and blah, blah, blah. You know, I grew up in a Christian household. So that's the kind of environment that I grew in, th grew up in thinking like this is the way relationships are. <coughs> but based on my divorce, I my now new approach to relationships is that I want to make sure that we are honoring ourselves first and that I don't want my partner to be making decisions based on me. I want them first to make decisions because that's what they want to do, and I happen to benefit from that, and vice versa. 
uh, a lot of people, though, I think, maybe I'm just assuming, I think many people, though, when they hear my approach to relationships, they may think it's pretty selfish. I definitely know from people that have only been modeled monogamy and heterosexualism that they view relationships all kind of the same. And so in a way they follow the standard of what's been modeled by them and they don't really think to question what else could be or even question what the relationship needs. They're just going by what they've been modeled and they think this is what they have to do. But for me, even being a lesbian and my last relationship was a polyamorous relationship. And so I really have been exposed and really questioning this idea about what is possible just even in a monogamous relationship. It doesn't have to look like every other relationship that you've been modeled of like you meet, you decide you want to get closer and then you have intercourse and then you decide maybe you want to move in together and then decide on a family and, you know, the whole relationship escalator. But for me being modeled so many different versions of polyamory and how in poly the polyamory world, no relationship looks like the other. It's very unique to whoever is creating the relationship. And I really love that idea. And I think that's what pulled me more towards staying, being considered uh, myself that I am polyamorous, which I still agree with. But based on connections that I've made, I do see where I can be completely happy in a monogamous relationship depending on the dynamics of us because my number one value and core belief within a relationship is that there is freedom within it, freedom to be ourselves, freedom to pursue the things that we want to do. Like we still live our own lives, but we come together supporting each other and like cheering each other on but and there for each other when we get down but it's this commitment to loyalty and just to each other but it's all by choice not from a place of obligation or expectation it's all by choice so I I've been questioning even right, right now like am I monogamous or am I more polyamorous and I've mentioned this in a previous podcast. I think I just can adapt to whatever shows up in my life. But if I, again, want to be more in control or in demand of how I want my life to go, the main thing for me is just I want there to be loyalty and I want there to be this choosing of each other coming from choice and that there is... A, a huge foundation of emotional connection like not just love but connecting on all the different wavelengths of vibration and emotions and just seeing all parts of us and accepting all parts of us and that being said like that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to receive this all from just one person that would be nice but I also know that to have this desire that one person is going to be able to fulfill all my needs, I don't think that's necessarily possible. But also, I've learned in all the different women that I've been meeting in my journey to find love again, I just know that 
different people can bring out different sides of you. And I think this is such a valuable thing to experience. And this is where I see the value in always consistently meeting new people in your lives. Because the last woman that I kind of had a situation with, she brought out a side of me that I didn't even know was really there yet to, to experience and to feel and to embrace this side of me that I didn't know it was there. It was, it was so valuable for me to see that there is this side of me and this person brought out that side of me and then, and had helped bring in safety for me to want to explore and, and be courageous with this side of me that's coming out. And Honestly, I don't think I would have found that side of me without meeting this person. And so with that being said, I think the dynamics of my relationship just, it needs to be more in flow with, with just possibilities of always staying open, but having a foundation of safety and security, which means like there is this sense of loyalty and trust with whoever I'm in relationship with and so that being said like it could be with one person so I could be monogamous but then if it shows up with several people I think I'm also open to that so as long as I know what my needs are I'm not stuck on the details of how they're going to be fulfilled this is where I truly believe this is where we I truly co-create with the universe and saying these are the needs that I need in relationship and you can let me know universe what's the best case scenario out there because I definitely don't know everything that's possible in this world all I know is the things that I've already experienced and I can imagine and be creative of what else could be possible but something that I've consistently been mind blown over is just when I'm open to an outcome being different from what I maybe expect or maybe want, it often ends up being better or just like outside of my realm of like, I didn't even know that was possible. And so this is the magic that I see in co-creating with the universe. As long as you have this baseline or foundation of what you want and as long as that's being filled for me the details don't really matter so much as to how it shows up but I know this based on my human design that I'm not necessarily a specific manifester which means like knowing all the details writing them all down and and speaking to the universe saying like this is what I want according to my human design and it really resonates with me is that I'm a non-specific manifester which means for me I just need to have a sense of feeling of what it would feel like to be in a relationship in my ideal relationship and so far based on just my dating journey and meeting all these new women each woman that I meet is an upgrade from the last woman that I've met not to say that the the woman that I've met in the past or any less than it's just I'm consistently being exposed to new possibilities of what's possible for me in a relationship and so I'm really enjoying this journey to find new love 
but I have to admit, like, there are times I, I lose hope or I, I like to describe myself as a hopeful romantic, but there are times I'm definitely this hopeless romantic and thinking like I'm never going to get what I want and desire. But that's, I know that's the humanist part of me. And there are days I have low days and, and there are days I have really good high days. And I just embrace everything that comes my way. And that leads me back to when I co- go into a relationship, I don't want it to be so ego-based. And that's what I did before. Like I had this whole checklist, this whole list of like, this is what I desire in a partner. And I wrote this whole list and my last, my ex, my, my ex, she actually did fit all the criteria. Um, but what I'm realizing is that even if somebody fits the whole criteria, if the vibe isn't really there, or if I don't feel safe to be myself, like my inner child is still hiding within this relationship, then it's not the relationship for me even though logically and rationally it makes sense. But what I'm really hoping for myself is that my logical mind and my emotional mind and my heart space, that they can all align together and find agreement that this is the relationship for me. So not only... It's not like I'm looking for the butterflies and being weak in the knees with somebody. It's more of a sense of feeling safe, a sense of home, a sense of security with all of the heart flutters and excitement and adventure and a piece of unknowing because we consistently find new parts of each other and we watch each other grow and expand and so that is what I what I want and I know it's possible for me. It's just this element of time that I have to deal with that makes things a bit frustrating for me and I can get impatient, but I really just have to go back and believe that it'll be worth the wait and that the capacity that I have to love someone else needs to be matched. And this I know about myself is that I can go really deep with somebody. I am willing to go really deep with someone. And what does that mean? For me, it means being really vulnerable, showing somebody the rawness of me just being human and really... oh. oh like exposing my insides in a way of like, this is who I am. It's like, if I can, I'm just having this vision in my mind right now. It's like, I'm taking my heart out and I'm putting it on a table and be like, this is me. And waiting for someone to match and saying like, taking their heart out too and putting it on a table. And this is me too. And in, in this kind of act, we, protect each other we create like a bubble around each other and knowing that we're going to support each other no no matter what when you're down I'm still going to be here I'm not going to run away 
And when you're up, I'm going to celebrate you. And for me, this also really reigns true is like, if you can't, if I can't be with someone in their lowest of their lows, then I don't deserve to be with them when they're making it big and being successful and really happy in their aligned in their lives. I think you, I, for myself, I want to be able to offer this to someone where no matter how you show up each day, I'm going to love you and I'm going to accept all parts of you and I want to see all parts of you. But I know in saying this, I need to be willing to put my words into action. So if I know that I'm capable of loving someone else in this way, I need to be able to receive that. So that means I have to be willing to really be comfortable in being in my lowest of lows and sharing that with someone else and trusting that they can hold my emotions is what comes to mind to me because I'm a very emotional and really sensitive, like empathetic person. And so I have this huge capacity to just be with so many different emotions in its fullest intensity. And because of this, it's, it's like, I, I know I have this huge capacity for, to love somebody maybe in the deepest way that they don't even know it's possible. But I know it's possible for me just because from what I've experienced in my life, the amount of pain that I've felt from a heartbreak is so minuscule in compared to any like physical, physical injury I've gone through in my life for my body. But an internal pain, it just... It just feels so more intense and because it's a, a pain that you see internally, people don't really know to the extent of how much I'm feeling something, but I know. And I want to trust that because I know this depth and the amount of pain that I felt, that there was that amount of pain because there was that amount of love that I had for somebody and it keeps growing based on my experiences in life and the people that I meet and even just having a pet. Like the last week my dog has been sick and I've been going back and forth because I don't know what's going on with her, thinking like, oh no, I'm going to have to say bye to her. And the idea of me thinking that I have to say bye to my dog, oh my gosh, it's just, it breaks my heart so much. Like there's a part of me that's going to die when she dies even though I already have this understanding that it's just her physical body dying, her spirit is always going to stay alive and stay with me forever. But the human side of me of losing, losing this conscious physical reality of her through her body to lose that connection, it feels so painful. The thought of the idea of when I do have to say bye to my dog and, it just, it's a reflection for me of like how much it's possible that I can really love someone else. What I want to find balance in is that I don't lose myself in a relationship. But if I'm really being honest here, I, I, I'm still scared of falling in love again with another woman because heartbreak is not fun to deal with. 
even though I know I can get through it, it's, it's never fun. But I believe it's worth it. I think the most valuable part in my human experience is to feel all these different emotions. And in feeling all these different emotions, I learn so much about myself, about what's possible for me. It's changed my life because I I used to be this very stoic person where I, I did not feel. I was all rational and logical based. But in being that way, I never found a sense of fulfillment or meaning in my life. It wasn't until I broke down the walls around my heart and really started to feel into things that I led a more aligned life for myself and I have this sense of direction of which way to go because I'm just following my heart. I truly believe for myself that leading with my heart is going to lead me to the best life that's possible for me on this earth. So I just wanted to end this by saying for myself that the love that I give out is going to be received by me and it's just a matter of time before it comes back because karma is real karma doesn't only deal with the bad things it's also with the positive things so if I consistently give and love and nurture to the capacity that I have to others I know one day it's going to be returned back to me so for those of you those women out there that are like me where you're this hopeful romantic stay hopeful because I'm going to stay hopeful and believe that love I don't want to say it's the ultimate destination but to be loved and embraced by love and surrounded by it and to have this glue this connection with someone that's based on love I think that's worth the wait and no matter how it shows up I want to be open to it and not scared that I'm going to get hurt by it but more seeing my own worth and knowing that I deserve to have this experience so I'm hopeful that I'm a divorcee that's going to find love again and that I'm going to learn so much from the connection that I'm going to make and that it's going to feel really fulfilling and meaningful and adds to my sense of purpose. So to my woman, that wherever you are, I'm waiting. I know we will find each other. Because uh, in the at the end of the day, I always want love to win. Love always wins.